Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ on this wonderful second day of Christmas here in Düsseldorf, Germany, 2021. In fact, the last Sunday of the whole, uh, this whole year. And my name is Gary Arnold, in case you don't know me. I'm one of the members here. I'll be filling in for Jeff this morning. He was on, away on a holiday. Today's message, as you can see from the slide, is wise men still seek him. This is a very, very familiar statement, saying that you may have seen on a Christmas card or heard a, a song with this title. It contains a great truth. In fact, the truth comes directly from the scriptures themselves. Right at the beginning of the New Testament, we read of this in Matthew chapter 2. I'd like to start with, uh, with the Bible's record of, of these wise men in chapter 2, and I'll read it to you. Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men came from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent to Bethlehem and said, Go, search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, Bring back word to me, that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star, which they had seen in the east, before that, went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they, put, they departed their own, to their own country another way. We can learn many great things from this story of the wise men. And I'll, we'll take a look at just a few of them this morning. First of all, let's examine the wise men. They show up right at the beginning of the New Testament. And it's only in and only in the Gospel of Matthew that they're even mentioned. And this is very significant, I think, that, that they 
right at the beginning of the New Testament, they show up. I'll go into this a little bit later on. But it's right after the first chapter where we have the account of, of the virgin birth of Jesus Christ. And it's there we read uh, uh, in the, first, the first verse of chapter 2. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, behold, wise men. You have to stop and for just a minute to think about this word, behold. It's a very important word as you're reading your Bible to think about. It's, it's calling to attention something that's very important. And this, of course, is important, what the wise men portray before us. Think of the most uh, familiar one that I can think of is, is in the Gospel of John, where John the Baptist says, Behold the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. He's not only saying to the disciples there, look, there he is, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world, but he's taking, he also is calling to attention as we read the gospel to behold the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. We also see in chapter 1 of this, in verse 20, when Joseph is very perplexed what to do about Mary, uh, found with a child, and they haven't come together in marriage yet. It says, Behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and tells him not to worry about, uh, not to take, not be afraid to take Mary to be his wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she shall bring forth a son, and he shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And his as Matthew writes further, he makes this, the point that this is something that was told centuries before by the prophet, the prophet Uzziah. In verse 23, he says, Behold, again, a virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, meaning God with us. So behold, these wise men that come from the east. What's interesting is we're to pay attention to a group of wise men that we don't know their names. We don't know how many they were. We just know that they were some, from some unknown place in the East. It's interesting to note that in the Gospel of, of Luke, when we're told about the birth of Jesus Christ, we're told all the names there. We're told of Elizabeth and Zachariah uh, and by the birth of, of John the Baptist. We're told of, of Mary and Joseph. We're told of Simeon and, and Anna. But here, there's no name. There's no numbers. The only clue that we have is that their title is Magi. And this, of course, opens up a wide spectrum of, of uh, what this could mean. It, it gives us a vague impression, but it could mean anything from wise magicians or traveling magicians that are going about telling fortunes to trained priestly class that have been, that have been skilled in the knowledge of, of sciences and arts and wisdom of the East. Maybe even from the Parthenian uh, uh, empire, but they still remain, remain a mystery. Their 
identity unknown, their number unknown. Tradition says there's three because of the gifts, but there's no really number given to them. I think this is important because it's not exactly the wise men themselves that we're to, to observe here, but their acts and their adoration of, the, of Jesus Christ the King. And it's not until verse 2 that we learn that, that, that they are wise men. For wise men seek him, the Lord Jesus Christ. The first thing they say when they show up in the second chapter is, where is he that is born king of the Jews? This is also very significant, as I mentioned before, is, is is they show up right at the beginning of the New Testament, the beginning of Matthew. And the very first thing they say is, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For this is the very first question in the New Testament. And it, it sets the stage for the direction of the reader of the book of Matthew. And for that matter, the whole Bible. Where is he that is born king of the Jews? When you follow the direction of this question, you, you don't have to go very far into the New Testament, and you find the answer. In Matthew 27, on the cross, where Jesus died for our sins and shed his blood for Adam's lost race, there was a banner above his head whereon it was written, this is Jesus, King of the Jews. If you follow this direction, Father, you find an empty grave wherein lies the power of the resurrection. You look into the empty skies of his ascension and you see the promise of his return. And as you follow this question through the whole New Testament, you come to the last book, the book of the Revelation, and you find him that comes in great glory and power, who is called King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Not only is this, is this a significant way for us to look for, to seek Jesus in the, in the New Testament or in the Bible. But the question also of these wise men seems to answer the very, very first question of the Bible itself. In the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 3, we read about Adam disobedience to God's command in the garden. And then he seeks to hide himself. God says to Adam, where are you? Where are you? It's a, a question that's not looking for an answer, but it's, it's making a point. Because Adam, for God already knew where Adam was, but Adam had to realize where he now was in the relationship with, with God, fallen and lost. And there's only one one personally comes to this realization and sincerely understands where, where they are before God as Adam fallen and lost, that they ever, ever begin to seek him that is born, King of the Jews, Jesus Christ. Yes, wise men seek him. They said, we have seen a star in the east and have come to worship him. The next thing I see about the wise men is and learn from them is that they follow after God's revelation to them. We have seen his star in the east, they said. Of his star we read in the Old Testament. 
in the prophecy in the book of Numbers. There it says, There shall come a star of Jacob, meaning the nation of Israel. A scepter shall rise out of Israel. This speaks of the king. Out of Jacob shall come he that shall have dominion. This speaks of a kingdom, one that is everlasting in his dominion that will endure throughout all generations. These wise men by faith follow this, this sign this, of the star as a compass over, through hundreds of miles over a period of what could have been two years they follow after this. These, for, to me, these seem to be men of great faith. Another thing we learn from these wise men are, is that they're men of great hope, joy, love, and peace. As we have read, they said, we've seen a star in the east and come to worship him. These aren't just traveling magi that are out making a scientific observation. No, they have a real hope. They have hope to worship the great king. In spite of an angry and troubled uh, King Herod and all the commotion and uproar that's going on in Jerusalem about what they're looking for and what even seems to be apathy among knowledgeable uh, religious leaders, they are sent to Bethlehem, which also is told by the prophet is where, to he, where he will be born. It's then we, we are told, and uh, uh, as they reach there, behold, uh, the star which they had seen in the east went before him till it came and stood over the, where the young child was. No longer is Jesus a babe laying in the measure. He's a young child now, the child that is to be born. When they saw his star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they went, came into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, fell down and worshipped him. Now their hope has become sight. They see that which they've seeked for. With great joy, they bow down and worship him. And in their honor and love toward him, they opened their treasures. I picture this as, as something like you read in the Old Testament of the, the Queen of Sheba or the, the kings of the nation that come to Solomon, presenting their great treasures. So, these, so do these wise men. And yet here's one greater than Solomon. And so it's great joy. They worship him who is king of the Jews. And as they open their treasures, this shows us also something that Jesus says later on in the New Testament. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Their heart was with them in worship of the great king. In verse 12, we see uh, they're warned of God in a dream to go, not to return to Herod's, and so they depart another way to their country. It seems as though they go in peace without any confrontation with, with Herod, without any further ado. And the scriptures are, are silent as to, their, 
as to whatever happened to them. We're not told anything more about the wise men. Let me conclude with what I, the statement or the saying that I began with. Wise men still seek him. Although we don't learn much about these wise men, we can learn much from them. They leave a great legacy, an example for us to follow. Men of faith following God's revelation given to them. And we, too, have a more sure word of prophecy, which do we take do well to take heed as light that shines in the dark place until the day dawns and the, the morning star arises in our hearts. And may our hearts rejoice to worship Christ the King in spirit and in truth. Maybe this is the reason why these men aren't numbered. Because down through the centuries, thousands upon thousands they follow their wisdom. So, where are you in this story? Wise men and women still seek him that is born king of the Jews. A great truth that we can take into the new year with this. For we that know him that is born king of the Jews, let us seek to know him more and to love him more. Let us hear the word of the prophets in the Old Testament. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he, may be ne while he is near. Seek the Lord and you shall live. Yes, wise men still seek him. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for uh, these wise men. We're thankful for their example. We're thankful that they make a way for us to to seek him that is born King of the Jews. We're thankful that, that we can seek him to know him more and love him more as we read the scriptures. And we can seek to worship him with love and great joy. And those that don't know him as their savior, that they may seek him for their salvation. For we ask it in the name which is above every name. Lord Jesus Christ, and for his sake, amen.